workers of iniquity have done their very best to stir in all of us a dreadful fear of dying from some form of biological agent, a plague, if you will, of unprecedented magnitude. They call the COVID pandemic a test case, remember? They just wanted to see how you would respond. And ever since the world so blindly and so foolishly obliged them, they have been really empowered and they plan to take this a whole lot further. But this time, they're going to try and impose a lot more than just mask mandates. And we know how destructive they were, just the masking itself. They plan to do more than just shut down family businesses and local churches and try to mandate vaccine passports. All of the illegal, horrible things that your government told you to do during the COVID man-made pandemic is going to be dwarfed by what's coming next. If they have their way, they will accomplish a tremendous evil, a, an oppression like you have never seen or never known, but only if we oblige them again as we did through the COVID pandemic. A lot of people were duped. But the next attack might not be at all what you think. And that's what I want you to understand today. People have been so primed for another superbug that threatens to wipe out humankind in another coming pandemic. But I would suggest strongly to you that a virus, a bacteria, a protozoan like Plasmodium vivax, the malaria bug, or any other infectious agent is not going to be the thing that takes us down. It is not going to be a biological agent that gets us. It's going to be something far more insidious and actually far more dangerous. We have to remember that... Any pandemic, by definition, cannot be a highly lethal bug because if it killed its hosts, it would not be spread. So by definition, a pandemic infection is not lethal. What is and always has been lethal is the human response to the pandemic. And in this case, it was totally a political weapon. The Bible warns us very clearly about what's coming. You're listening to Unity Without Compromise. I'm Dr. Steve LaTulip. I appreciate you being with me today. And um, I hope that you will receive a message that you can take to others to really understand what is unfolding right now in America. Because it's happening, and it's happening very quickly. And I want you to understand that the next plague unleashed isn't going to be a biological agent. Although, you know, there might be some bioweapon involved. They are going to try to get you to live in fear again. They will scare you any way that they possibly can. 
And in scaring you, they will hope that you will fully comply with them. They'll tell you to put on the mask again. They will try to impose it again so that you cannot do anything. Can't go into a store. You cannot travel, go on an airplane. Uh, They want you to be that person alone in a car driving down a lone country road wearing a mask. As stupid as it is, because if they can get you to do that, you have been duped, you have been brainwashed, and they've got you. They've got you under their thumb, fully under their control. And they know that if they can get you to do that, they can get you to do anything. And that is why the mask is absolutely the chief symbol to sub, uh, of submission to a rogue government faction. You must understand that. But they will try to do that to you. They will try to scare you and make you think that you have to take the next safe and effective shot so that you won't die, so that you won't spread this infection to grandma or to your children, so that you have a hope of a chance of surviving this great, ferocious biological agent that you're going to discover has been created in one of our bio labs, another fabricated patented bug that has been genetically manipulated to do harm to you and me and everybody who is subject to the leaders in our world of the dark age. And something is coming. They know that. They know that something is coming. We know that something is coming. Everybody can feel that. And how do we know it? It's as simple as this. We have the 2024 election coming upon us. It's getting closer and closer. And something is going to happen. But I assure you that something is going to be far worse than a biological agent. It will be a powerful delusion that is going to lead millions of people and possibly billions astray. But who's going to do it? Who is actually going to uh, unleash the plague on us all? Well, a lot of people think it's going to be the billionaire elites who have already done their damage to us with the COVID pandemic. And that kind of makes sense because they have the money, which gives them the power to do it. But think about this. If you had a dollar for every billionaire who wanted to control you and your world, you would be living well below the poverty level because there really aren't that many billionaire elites in the world. They are very few who are wealthy and that corrupt. And since there are so few of them, like, you know, we know all the names, Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, uh, George Soros, Barack Obama implemented um, a healthcare system that was anything but healthcare with Obamacare. Um, We know who the evil guys are, and there's just not that many of them. So being that being the case, you would think that they would be very easy to eliminate or to control, but specifically billionaires tend to be experts at controlling things and people. That's how they get filthy rich. 
and they are not easily thwarted because they have a lot of money and money is power. The powerful enemies that exist in the world today are determined to subjugate us to their will. That means they want us to absolutely be their slaves, be at their call and beckon, and they want a lot of us dead even. They don't even want us around. They don't need us. That's what Klaus Schwab's right-hand man said. So how do we respond to that? If they want to enslave us, and they are so wealthy and so powerful, yet so few, how do we stop them? Well, first of all, we have to understand that their power, however great it might be because of their money, you know, think of the world banks and the, um, the ability to impose things on us without us even knowing. Uh, we just go on living our, our lives. But understand that their power is limited. And I assure you, they will not have their way. We have been absolutely promised that. We have been told that. And in fact, that message is the very blessing that comes to us directly from the book of Revelation. That last book written by the Apostle John while he was imprisoned on the island of Patmos in the Mediterranean, in the Greek world. A lot of people um, think that they understand the book of Revelation, and they absolutely swear they have a handle on every last detail. I want to warn you, if you have a preacher like that, or any religious leader who says this is the way it is going to unfold, beware you are being deceived. And the real plague that is going to be unleashed is a delusion that we have never experienced before. Something so far-fetched so blinding, so incapacitating that it's going to be tough to resist it. So we must keep that in mind. In the book of Revelation, what we do see and read are three cycles of these seven periods of agony, of tribulation, of trials by war, by famine, and by death but nobody has a full handle on the book of Revelation. It is the most difficult book to interpret in Scripture because it is so highly symbolic. You have to remember that. But we do know that certain things are going to happen. For example, in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, the Apostle Paul is writing to his younger um, cohort Timothy, and he says that in the last days, difficult times will come. Now, the last days pertains to the church age. Ever since the church was conceived, when Christ came on this earth, suffered, died on the cross to pay the price for your sins, was resurrected, and then the church age began uh, shortly after that, that began the era of the last days. Do not be confused about that. There's a lot of confusion because there's a lot of false teaching on that. 
In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 2, we read that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. Now, that's kind of scary because we don't know when thieves are going to come in the night. We lock our doors. We turn on a light sometimes at night. Some people have security systems. We have a guard dog that's out there barking to try to deter the thief coming in the night. But just because the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night doesn't mean that we are not prepared for that coming. We read in verse 4, in fact, that Paul says, but you brethren, brothers, he's talking about in Christ, are not in darkness, that the day would overtake you like a thief. In other words, yeah, that day will come like a thief in the night, but you're not going to be caught off guard. You're not going to be taken by surprise. You will not be overcome by it because there's going to be signs of things that are happening when you will know that, you know, things aren't right. And haven't we heard an awful lot of that in the last few years? I mean, a lot of people are saying, oh, this is so biblical. This is, you know, devastating. Here we are. The Lord's coming back any day. Or some of you think you're going to be raptured. And yeah, I, I probably won't be here tomorrow because we are right at the end stage. Well, you know, I don't think we are because we do have some signs of things appearing, but it's not what you think. And so we got to be very careful about how we interpret the Bible. But there will be signs. We are told very specifically that there will be a great falling away of the Christian church. And yes, we are seeing that right now. We are told that the man of lawlessness, he is also called the son of perdition, the son of destruction. This man of lawlessness is going to be revealed and everybody's going to know who it is because he is going to be one nasty individual. Who is that going to be? I don't know. So he obviously has not been revealed yet, but he's going to be kind of a really bad guy. He's going to be what you might call the last antichrist, I suppose, uh, because there's been many antichrists. John said that there already have been many antichrists when he wrote uh, his in his letters, 1st, 2nd John, he speaks of the antichrist. And he's the only Bible author who mentions the word antichrist. The Greek word antichristos just means um, against Christ. And it it is those specifically who reject Jesus Christ as being the son of the Father. And if you reject that, you, in effect, are an antichrist in your spirit and in your testimony to the world. You don't want to be an antichrist. But anyway, there will be these signs, and uh, we are told, if you go to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 7, we are told that the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. And, and we've seen that, you know, throughout the ages we have seen lawlessness, but the mystery of lawlessness, mystery in the Greek musterion means that something has not yet been revealed. It doesn't mean a mystery in the mystical sense of a thing, but something's not been revealed, but the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. And we see it every day. Bad things are happening, and they are happening according to the working of Satan, it says in that same verse 7. But that evil work has been somewhat restrained for a time. 
We are told that in the same verse, but it's only for a time and it will eventually be unleashed. And when it is unleashed, look out. And then in verses 11 and 12, and I'll just read that. And this is the plague that is coming. And for this reason, God will send them a strong delusion, a deluding force, if you will, or deluding influence that they should believe the lie that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. So there you have it right there. There's going to be a great falling away from God. There's going to be one who rises up and put himself in power and say, I am God. Now, we've had a few people remember um, that a few people have already claimed to be like God or a lesser God, if you will. George Soros admits that he has had this delusion, and he's actually called it a delusion, but he says he's learned to accept it and live with it. And he says, you know what? I, I really think I am a God, because look at all that I have done to try to change the world, and he has done a great job at changing the world for evil in an evil way. So we are told uh, that those um, who believe the lie, uh, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. So um, there's going to be a lot of people going down, a lot of people being deceived, and it is going to happen because it is the chief work of Satan. Satan is the great deceiver, the accuser of the brethren. And God is going to use this deception against every human being alive who refuses to believe the truth and who has pleasure in unrighteousness. That's kind of scary. Um, do we already see that happening? Yes, we do. And there's been some real kind of interesting events happening right now that I'm paying attention to, specifically the leftist party of, uh, of radicals, the radical left, seem to all of a sudden have developed a, a tremendous fear factor. And I've been asking myself, is this fake or is this real? And I'd like you to join me and kind of evaluate that with me. And please feel free to give me your feedback on this. But the left suddenly seems to be afraid. Uh, we just heard from Nicole Wallace. She is the news anchor on MSNBC of the uh, program Deadline White House. Uh, and Nicole Wallace was formerly a White House communications director under George W. Bush. So she gets on the air and she has a guest on there uh, whose name is Charlie Sykes. And she says, you know, I, I, we don't really hear this on the radio, but everybody seems to talk about it. She says, I just know it. She says something really bad is going to happen. And she's just kind of beside herself about this. She, you can tell that she's unsettled. She's concerned about it. She says, I just feel like something bad is happening. Like, you know, there's a bad moon rising here from the old song from Credence Clearwater. She kind of is uh, predicting a doomsday forecast for the nation's future. And that's kind of scary, right? But why is Nicole Wallace, who's such a liberal, so afraid all of a sudden? And then uh, we get a response from her guest, Charlie Sykes, who currently hosts the Bulwark 
a podcast. And he says, look, all the red lights are blinking about what is about to happen. What are they talking about there? And then he goes on, he says, uh, Charlie Sykes says, I think that's what makes Jack Smith is doing so important. See, Jack Smith, that uh, New York crazy man, is doing something really important. And what is he talking about that Jack Smith is doing? Well, he's placing a gag order uh, against uh, Donald Trump regarding his D.C. trial. And he wants Donald Trump to not be able to say a thing, comment in any way about the charges that are being levied against him. Uh, namely, they, they pertain to January 6th and the insurrection. Donald Trump was trying to overthrow our government, according to Jack Smith, according to Charlie Sykes here. And I'm really surprised to hear this because Charlie Sykes at one time was a pretty staunch conservative. He, In fact, he got people to not accept what the mainstream media was saying. And um, something happened somewhere, and I, I'm not familiar with everything about this guy, but back during the 2016 campaign when Trump was running, uh, Charlie Sykes mentioned that the conservative movement had lost its way. And so he says, you know, uh, when he's talking to Nicole Wallace, he says, because this is a stress test for the entire criminal justice system. So obviously, Charlie Sykes uh, is suggesting that Donald Trump is a criminal. And this is a test of the whole criminal justice system. Which way is this going to go? Well, I think Sykes, when uh, he declared that the conservative movement has lost its way, I think he got it backwards because it sounds to me like Sykes has lost his way. But what are they so afraid of? What is Nicole Wallace so fearful of? Well, I would suggest to you that they are very much a fearful of the truth and they are being deceived, just like it says in 2 Thessalonians. They are so deceived, they think that evil is good and good is evil. But, you know, there's more to it. Peter Strzok, this disgraced FBI agent, recently suggested that the FBI needs more protection. And he, he specifically says a special FBI unit that can protect the FBI. Now, Peter Strzok, are you kidding me? You remember the story of him and all of his uh, pursuit of Russiagate and all these accusations against Trump, how they were going to get him. They had a backup plan to make sure he didn't win the election in 2016. But Peter Strzok, uh, when he says that the FBI needs more protection, is, is this hype? Is this fear? Is this just propaganda? In other words, is he trying to make conservatives look like an uncontrolled mob? Um, we don't know, but, but he does have an element of truth in stating that, you know, the FBI maybe should be fearful. Maybe they do need more protection, uh, because there absolutely is a genuine fear of coming from the left and Strzok is playing on it, I believe. But remember Hillary's words before the election, before it was said and done that Trump had won, things were suddenly going down in a really bad way. And Hillary says, we're all going to hang if Trump 
actually get uh, gets elected. And she was really meaning that. She was afraid of it. This all goes back to the 2016 attempted election steal, but they failed. They failed, and that's a wonderful thing for America. And then we have the 2020 election, and what did they do? Well, they succeeded in stealing that election. And since that time, they have done everything possible to cover their tracks. That is exactly why they staged the January 6th insurrection. That insurrection happened as a cover-up for the 2020 election steal. And that is exactly why they are going after Donald Trump and everyone who has anything to do with Trump's campaign, because they know that if the truth is told and if they are prosecuted, there is going to be hell to pay on their side. They are afraid of the people. They are afraid of good American citizens. They are afraid of being exposed. The dark does not like to be exposed by the light. And that is what's happening in a big way right now. They are all seeing that their narrative seems to be collapsing. And I'm delighting in this. I got to tell you, it's about time. But the evidence right now, everything that's coming out uh, with Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, Barack Obama, you know, all these losers who are trying to destroy you and I and imprison us and slave us, it's backfiring. Americans are finally awakening. Look at what happened in New York when Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez gets out there in her own community in Queens and she gets shouted down during a public presser where she is demanding more support for the illegal immigrants that are now being shipped to New York and invading New York. Cortez says, give them more money. They need more help. They're being put up in $500 a night hotel rooms. They are given uh, large big screen TVs, computers, everything they want, the food they were complaining about. So now they're getting ethnic food. They're getting everything they want, free health care, protection. And, and AOC says, give them more. Give them more at your expense. Let's raise your taxes so we can take care of all the illegals invading our country. Well, New York wasn't having it. And uh, they are now really starting to feel the effects of the border crisis. And so what do they do? They're shouting out, close the border, send them back, respect the Constitution, AOC. Come on, get your act together. I am your constituent and you're not listening to me. They were in a fury. They were angry. And this is happening in D.C., in Chicago, in New York right now. Those cities are all being trashed because they are being invaded by illegals and they are shredding those cities. Well, I guess it's part of the pain that these people have to feel to wake up. And so in that regard, I think it's, this is a tremendous blessing. And uh, I'm glad they're being destroyed. I'm glad that they're getting just a tiny little taste of what we experience in tech, Texas and Arizona and the border states where these 
thousands and thousands, uh, millions, um, you know, are coming across the border. They're illegals. They're dangerous. They are from all these countries. They are psychiatric cases. They have infections galore that they're bringing into our country. They are completely unvetted. And many of them are military people who are being dispersed in our country. So this is no small matter for us. But listen to the deception of Nicole Wallace. She is under this deluding influence. She says, I have to believe we can do something. And she called the MAGA base a cesspool. So we have gone from deplorables to an absolute cesspool. Uh, What do they call us next after that? We're nothing but a heap of refuse. That's the way they regard us. And I appreciate her saying that because she spoke her mind. And we have to understand what they mean by that. She absolutely meant that those people who want to make America great, who love America and love a good America that is based on principles of good values, morals, ethics that come from the Bible, we are a cesspool. Nicole Wallace, you have it so backwards. You are so deceived, poor little thing. But Charlie Sykes tried to give her encouragement. If I can paraphrase him, he says, well, we are doing something. We're trying to gag Trump. We're censoring all of the uh, opposition. We're putting them in prison. We are destroying their rebels. So, yeah, we're doing something. And he accuses Trump of being, quote, prepared to call out the Furies, who is prepared to stoke violence, to tell people to come because it will be wild. Wow. That was a reference to the January 6th uh, fiasco, right? The government triggered insurrection where there were no guns except by government agents by security guards, right? And we're doing something, sure, Jack Smith with his gag order to silence Trump so that the people remain ignorant of what the government is really doing. Wow, yeah, I guess Charlie Sykes is right. They are trying to do something, but are they really afraid, that afraid of the MAGA movement? Are they truly all panicking? I mean, do they see what's coming? Or is this all just hype and gaslighting, more gaslighting? Well, I think we need to explore these questions a little further, and we'll do that after a short commercial. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. 
Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system becomes less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. Well, the OUTLOUD truth was the rallying call that started it all. AmericaOutloud.news was an idea, a movement, a place where folks would feel comfortable speaking the truth without being censored or canceled. The First Amendment is alive and well. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. This is Unity Without Compromise. I'm Dr. Steve LaTulip. Today I am talking about some real critical issues. Uh, and I hope that you'll spread this show around. My show airs at 5 p.m. Eastern time every Sunday. And you can access lots of phenomenal articles and other podcasts. You can get all of my former podcasts on AmericaOutloud.news. I would encourage you to go there and read up on uh, the articles that people are um, sharing with you on their radio programs because you will be receiving raw and uncensored news and information, um, good opinions from good conservative people who just simply want to speak the truth plainly. And we certainly invite honest discussion because none of us speak by inspiration of God. We sometimes can err. We sometimes can have uh, perhaps some wrong viewpoints, but we are doing all we can to save America. And that is our ultimate goal, to save America, to glorify God by all that we say and do, and to simply speak the plain truth. Today, I've suggested that the next really big plague that we are going to face that is going to be unleashed upon us will not be a virus, a bacteria, or any other infectious agent. Although the cabal may declare another health pandemic, and I think it very well could happen before the 2024 election, but the real plague that is going to be unleashed 
will be a strong deluding influence as spoken of in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. I encourage you to read it. Read the whole Second uh, Thessalonians. The whole letter is incredible. If you want to know what's coming in the future days. And we are told that many are going to be led astray. Many are going to be tormented. And many are going to be killed. Now, some of you might say, well, look, that's already happened. And that is absolutely true. It is a fact that many have died. Many have suffered. Many are still suffering and being tormented. And uh, many are being led astray still. Um, is this the, the wrapping up session of all humanity? Well, I don't know. But from what I can see with the writing on the wall, things are happening, but there is more yet to come. We have seen Klaus Schwab already. He has imposed his propaganda and his intentions for a one world order on us. And Bill Gates already has made his move to reduce the human population on the planet. And that task is well on its way. It has been successful to reduce the world population. Remember, he wanted to reduce it by 10 or 15%, quote, if we do a really good job with injecting people, end quote. And how many people were deceived, even though he said that you still took the shot? I don't get it. And of course, all these people, these billionaires who are trying to control us and oppress us, they now have the full cooperation of our own government, which is now taking every step necessary to overthrow this great government of the people. I don't like it. But the deluding influence that the Bible speaks of will potentially affect everyone. It's not just going to hit the conservatives or the liberals, the Democrats or the Republicans or professing atheists or Christians, and don't think you are immune from it if you claim to be a Christian. Beware of that. You had better be alert and be ready. Now, we saw this uh, with the last COVID deception. If you masked up, if you shut down your business, if you took the COVID shot, or in any way complied with any of the mandates that they imposed on us, then you in effect, have aided and abetted the enemy of your own country. Now, I realize a lot of people were uh, deceived, they were misled, they were confused, but that is part of the deluding influence. But we can't do anything about the past, and we shouldn't. We have to look ahead and say, what shall we do now? What will you do when they tell you to wear a mask again? What are you going to do when they tell you to take the next and latest new and improved safe and effective bioweapon shot, right? They've already come out and they have already said you need to take it. It's for your good. And what are you going to do if they tell you that you cannot speak against your government? Because we've seen what happened to those who did. They're in prison. Some of them committed suicide. Some of them have had their lives completely destroyed just for speaking the truth and for speaking their mind for practicing the First Amendment. And then what will you do if they tell you to turn in your guns? Will you comply? If you will, you do not have the spirit of America that gave us a free nation. And let's just take it further. Are you not protecting your children? 
from public school indoctrination? Oh, I know it's hard. It takes a great effort when two parents are working. Um, and if you don't have grandparents helping out, you have young children, school age, what are you going to do? Well, that's something you have to sort out. Do you want your children destroyed? What price are you willing to pay to protect your children from the abuse that they get nowadays in schools, from all the propaganda, the pornography, uh, all, all of the sexual uh, perversion that they face every day? Are you protecting them from the dangerous effects of social media? Does your six-year-old have a cell phone? Because they can access anything on there. You need to be a responsible parent. But are you doing it? Are you protecting them? Are you doing your part to protect the family? Because if they destroy the family, they destroy the nation. Will you come out and support good people who love their nation and are being persecuted for it? Or will you continue to be silent because you live in fear or because you just don't care? It's not affecting you. Well, I have encouraging words because right now we are seeing some new victories. I am so pleased to say that people are standing up because the silent majority is now finally opening their mouths, taking action, being heard, getting angry at what's happening. And in my opinion, yes, I believe the fake news is really panicking. They are afraid that what people have been shouting and posting, nothing can stop what's coming. You see, truth always prevails. And isn't that what the book of Revelation is all about? Jesus said, I am coming back, and I am not coming as a little newborn infant. I am coming back as a roaring lion to judge the world. And the message of Revelation is nothing can stop what's coming. God will have his way, finally. And I rejoice in that. But we are seeing victories right now because people are doing what they ought to do. Look at the Biden impeachment inquiry. Yeah, it's only an inquiry. And Speaker McCarthy is, it, it, you know, he's a spineless uh, rhino, in my opinion. But he's in a very hard spot. But he's also being held accountable in some pretty harsh ways. Is he going to fall apart? Does he have a spine or not? You know, he, he's in a real tough place. He's trying to prevent a government shutdown, he says. But here's the problem. Prevent a, a government shutdown by getting control of the spending? Well, he's ignoring the real issues, like how much money have we sent to Ukraine? How many billions now? What about the border policies that is causing so much devastation in our own nation? And we are funding it fully, fully funding it, funding all of the illegals' welfare uh, we see fraud, waste, and abuse in our government. Uh, in fact, so many of the government agencies shouldn't even exist. They are all fraud, waste, and abuse of our taxpayer dollars. But at least we are seeing a struggle, and struggle is good. This is the Constitution at work. Look at Donald Trump. He's fighting a massive 
fight against political revenge. This is political warfare by a weaponized DOJ, a completely weaponized government. And why are they attacking him? Because he exposed them. He exposed the deep state for all the evil that he did. And lo and behold, Donald Trump is still winning. The guy is just incredible. I, I can't imagine God not being behind this because how could any human being take what he has taken? He is winning. Jack Smith, that little rodent who is trying to take down Trump by illegal means, is trying now to place a gag order on him. But do you think that he's going to prevail? I don't think so. But what is it? It's more censorship. It is one-sided injustice that they are imposing on him. This is the nature of lawfare. But it also shows you how afraid the left is that truth will prevail because that's what it's all about. Do you love the truth? Do you want to hear the truth? Do you want to follow the truth? Or do you rejoice in unrighteousness? Because if you rejoice in unrighteousness, God says you will be deceived. And then we have the D.C. judge, Tanya Chutkin, who was asked by Trump to please recuse yourself because, look, judge, you're biased. It is very evident by your harsh judgments in the January 6th cases that you hate Trump and you think he ought to be imprisoned. We know that. The world knows that Judge Tanya Chutkin will not be fair in this trial. Everybody knows it. She will not recuse herself also, in my opinion, because that would be the honorable thing to do. And people like Chutkin are anything but honorable. They are a disgrace to themselves. But the entire world knows what this case is all about. And I'm excited about that. It's going to win a whole lot more people over to this fight for justice and for their country. And I believe that more and more people are going to stand up and speak up. And if they can do this to Donald Trump, by the way, don't think that they can't do it to you. And just imagine how much damage they can do to each one of us if we don't stand against them. Well, we've had some more victories. Attorney General Ken Paxton defeated this sham impeachment. He had a wonderful victory. There were 16 fallacious articles against him. And it was pointed out uh, by one author that these, in effect, were 16 different trials against Ken Paxton, every one of them based on not a lick of evidence whatsoever, but... Paxton won. Now, what did this do? Well, exposed state House Speaker Dade Phelan, uh, who has absolutely shamed himself. He was, in fact, presiding over the House while he was inebriated. He was drunk. And what does Phelan stand for? He opposes justice, liberty, and free speech. And he lost. He lost the case. Paxton was not impeached. Thank you, God. It was a great victory. And I think as Paxton's attorney said, this ends the Bush dynasty in Texas. George P. Bush, who is the nephew of George W. Bush, 
George P. Bush was defeated in 2020 in the primary by Paxton. And hence the revenge, right? I mean, this is a Bushite. This is political warfare. It is evil to the core. Bush reactivated his bar license when the impeachment process began just so that he could go after Paxton. You pathetic human being. That is just ugly. And he went after him without any evidence to support any of the allegations. But let's face it, Paxton's real crime, if you will call that, was that he formed a coalition of states to sue the battleground states who illegally changed the election laws in 2020. See, Paxton had a spine. He stood up for what was right and said, you have violated the law. And he also went after Big Pharma, after Moderna, Pfizer, and J&J for deceiving people about the so-called safe and effective RNA COVID shots. People were deceived. They were harmed. Many were killed. And there are no repercussions for these crimes. Yeah, Paxton is tough on political and big business crime. And that's why they tried to take him down. But the Texas Uniparty lost big time. And that makes me very happy uh, some people say, oh, well, it was no big deal. I mean, so what? Paxton didn't get impeached, even if he had been impeached. So what? Well, the so what is this? It shows us that when we fight back, we can win and we do win because justice will always prevail when truth is exposed. Truth, once made known, will have its powerful effect. Truth is the greatest weapon against tyranny. There is a plague that is coming. It will be an overwhelming deception that is going to lead to their demise and to the demise of anybody who will allow themselves to be deceived under that influence. And that cost, the price of being deceived, you're going to have to pay that in this world and in the next, according to the Bible, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 9 through 12. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power signs and lying wonders and with all unrighteousness, unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. Wow. And... For this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Um, I hope those words sink in really deep into your brain and into your heart. We are in a very unique time in our history right now, not just in America, but the world. This deception is going to make you a slave because you believed the lie. In John 8, 31 and verse 32, if, it says, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. It is a conditional promise. If you follow my word, live by my word, Jesus is saying, then you're going to know the truth. 
and you will not be under the strong deluding influence that is coming. It's exactly like the blood of that Passover lamb on the doorpost when the Jewish people, the Israelites, were spared from the 10 plagues that were unleashed against the Egyptians and Pharaoh. If you know the truth, you will be spared the, the deception and the judgment that comes with believing the lie. And you will know the truth only if you abide in God's word. And that's the message that I think is not being heard enough by people, because we talk about all the issues, all the news, all the hype, if you will, from both sides. And we say, yeah, we got to fight this. Well, ultimately, it comes down to a spiritual battle. And everything that we fight in the flesh is based on principles, on values that we cherish because we have been taught of God. We are living in a day of reckoning. There is no more time for games or for indecision. There's no more time for straddling the fence or saying, yeah, there's still time to change uh, the road you're on. But, you know, kind of like the, the, the song um, by Led Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven, right? There's still time to change. Don't worry about it. I'm, I'm having too much fun right now. Well, forget it. America is collapsing and America can fall and collapse completely. And if that happens, we are all going to suffer. Every one of us. If America falls, the world goes with it. Klaus Schwab will have his way. Bill Gates will continue to kill millions of people, if not billions, because he'd love to do it. He has said it. But if we reject the lie and follow God's truth and fight for God's truth, then we just might stay God's wrath and restore our nation. We can't do that. And that's my aim. I want to save America. I love the Constitution. I love what America has stood for. In principle, not always in practice, but in principle, we were, we declared ourselves a nation under God, and that is what we must do to save this country. If you are a Christian, and if you think you're going to be raptured from this ordeal, you have been deceived. I'll just say it. That is not what the Bible teaches. It is a deception. So beware and reread the Bible. You have to read the words of Scripture with an open mind and an open heart and apply the rules of human language to soundly interpret Scripture. But if you are too proud to do that or too stubborn or too indoctrinated by the false teachers of our days who now fill so many pulpits in America and abroad, then the plague of deception and delusion is infecting you. And there is no treatment that will cure you, no vaccine to protect you. Only repentance will change anything. And that is the truth. We live in a highly politicized world right now, but politics will not decide the fate of America. This is a spiritual battle. It is being fought, fought in the flesh, of course, and we must fight evil by any and all means necessary to, to destroy it. I'm in on that. And by the way, that is a very biblical principle. I've said many times, even among my medical colleagues, we cannot restore sound medicine by staying in the doctor's box. I have said we cannot restore law and order just by replacing politicians. Yes, we are being thrown into the political arena, but we have to abide by God's rules. And that's why we must do everything possible to defend the Constitution. It declares our God-given rights. It upholds the principles 
of God's freedom and God's justice. And so said the founders of this nation. And you who have any spiritual discernment and wisdom, you know this to be true. It is in fact true. Freedom is a gift from God. It is a time for a righteous offensive against all the evil that right now is just crushing us. But we can stop it. We can do this. This is our time to show them who we really are. Take that, Barack Obama. This is our time to show them what we can do. So I'm asking you now, please join the people's movement. Join the movement to save America and actually make a difference. I hope to see you on the front lines. You've been listening to Unity Without Compromise. This is Dr. Steve Have a great week.